Hey, 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 everyone. What's up? This is your girl, Takor. Welcome to Teachers Can Be Wealthy Too. Listen, it is Friday, October 8th, and I'm super excited to be in the last quarter of the year. Listen, if you hear my voice, you should feel grand. You should feel exceptional. You should feel on top of the world because you made it this far in the year. So many people didn't make it. So many people are grieving. And so we're thinking about those people and we're hoping that their grief is short and that or whatever length of their grief, that the process that they're going through, that they know that they're going to get through it. And so they shall be comforted. Amen. Yes. I have to give God glory no matter what. We made it. And so I wanted to jump on today and do this podcast episode to talk about what to do in this last quarter. Like we're in the fourth quarter. We're in the home stretch. What do you do? Like I'm a straight up basketball fan. What do you do? When you're in the last quarter of the game and it seems like you are down, you don't have much time on the clock, you know what you do. You take a sidebar, right, with your team and you lay out a plan. You lay out a strategy to dominate. You lay out a strategy to take over. You lay out a strategy to win the game. So think about basketball as an equivalent to your business. You need to lay out a plan, lay out a strategy. If you have a team, you need to meet with that team. If you don't have like an official team and maybe you are just one individual in your business, get with, you should have like-minded people, right? As who you network with, who you collaborate with, who you talk to your friends. You know, you have to be with people who have a like mind as, as you do to build, to grow, to prosper, to develop, to increase, right? To have overflow. So if you don't have a team like that you have hired and that work for you, you do have a team. Your network is a team. That's why it's very important to choose your your network wisely, right? So iron sharpens iron. You heard me. That's what I said. Iron sharpens iron. So you both need to have something that you're bringing to the table to strengthen each other and to make each other sharper. So meet with your team. That's going to be your network, your mentors, your, you know, your, your friends, your business besties, your business buddies, collaborate, get a think tank going and discuss your strategy for this last quarter in the game. You may feel like you're behind. You may feel like some things have delayed you. Some things have been a detour, but there's no denial on this journey. You're going to have some detours. You're going to have some delays, but as long as you remain consistent, Every single day, as long as you remain consistent and true to your vision and what you want to see come forth, it's going to manifest. So we're in the last quarter and we're still in the game. We're down a few points, right? We feel like we're down a few points. However, 
Now is the time to take a time out. So, you know, and I'm using this basketball analogy because that's what I'm feeling. And I'm a straight up basketball fan. We're in this season, you know. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> and I'm flowing with it, right? I just flow with whatever I hear and whatever I'm feeling at the time. So just think about it. You take that time out. You you see the time on the clock. We have three months. You're looking at the clock, right? And you're looking at where you're where you're behind, where you're delayed, where you have a decrease and you know you need to increase in order to win. I don't know what your win is. First of all, when we're talking about winning, even though I'm using a sport analogy and a sports is about competition, I don't want for you to look at other people as your competition. Of course, if you're in, you know, the marketplace, you do have, you know, competition. But I want for you, when I'm talking about being in the game and winning, I don't know what your win is. But look at yourself, the things that you did the first three quarters. And you may be delayed. You may be behind. Look at yourself as who you were in those first three quarters of this year. What did you do? What was your success markers? What what failed? What did you learn from those failures? Look at yourself and see how you can get in the game and score over those things that you did the first part of the year, the second part of the year, the third part of the year, we're in the fourth part of the year. How can you score? How can you get a higher score over those things? How can you move forward and advance over those things that you did, not what someone else did? Look at yourself to be a competitor of one at this particular point. Yes, we're in the marketplace and we do have competition in the marketplace, we do have businesses that are like that are like ours, but I don't want you to look at those people because if you start looking at them too closely, then you're going to compare and you might begin to feel like you're not doing enough or you um, not making enough money or you're not like them or you don't have the same clout or the same um, fan bases they do. And you would begin to look at, you know, people who have like businesses like yours as um, you will begin to look at them as something that you should be fanning after, something that you should be pursuing. But I want you to look at your own goals. Look at your own self at the beginning of the year, the middle of the year as your competition. Look at your yourself in January through March. That was your competition, yourself. What did you do in that place? What were your wins in that place, in that season? And how can you make it better in this last quarter? How can you get an advantage over what you were doing in the first quarter? How can you make an advantage over what you were doing in the second quarter? How can you make an advantage over what you did in the third quarter? So the point is, how can you do better than you did the last time? How can you do more? What is left for you to do to win the game? Because think about it. Going back to basketball, y'all, straight up basketball fan. There are four quarters in a basketball game. There's four quarters in the year, right? The game is not won in one quarter. It's just not. There's four complete quarters that you have to play in the game of basketball to win the entire game. 
So if you were kind of like a little bit lazy January through March, the first quarter, you did a little something, you mapped out, you know, in, in January, December of last year, you mapped out what you wanted to do for the year, right? Then you got to January, you were maneuvering, you were doing things, and then life happened by February, March, and you kind of got a little lazy or you didn't do as much as you said you wanted to do, right? So you didn't perform that well. You were down a little bit, but you were still in the game, but you were down a little bit. You weren't necessarily excelling, but you were still playing the game. You were still in there. Same with basketball. You're down, that competition. You're down, but you're still in the fight, right? You're still in the fight. You're still playing, but you're not playing at your best because some things happen. There's some injuries along the way, right? <laughs> There's some foul points that comes along. There's some fouls that come along the way that try to, you know, to, to, to take your agility and your mindset and your focus off of your goals. Those things happen in the game. But the thing is, you stayed in the game. You didn't go to the sidelines. You didn't quit. You didn't walk away. You still stayed in there. You were giving it. You didn't give it your all, but you were giving it something, right? At the first quarter, just like being in that game. Okay, so you kept on fighting into the second quarter, right? So in the second quarter, you came that fire on point. You're in there. You're, you're, you're making those plays. You're making those decisions that are that are advancing you and putting you ahead, right? You are ahead, Okay, it's starting to look up for you, right? And you're feeling some inspiration. You're feeling good. But then again, life happens. Something happens. Here come those foul shots, right? Here comes those those blockers. But those blocks, again, they are detours, but they are not denials because you're still in the game to the third quarter. And as you're in the third quarter, you take some time to rest and suit up again, right? You set, You take some time to think about what it is that you need to do to be better because you realize in the first quarter you started out strong and then you got a little weak. You allowed things to get in your head. You allowed the competition to get in your head. You allowed the foul shots, right, of the enemy or whatever you want to call it. You allowed the body blows. You allowed the missed shots. You know, in our in our businesses, we have missed shots, right? Misfires. We put things up and it's nothing but bricks. Y'all know I'm talking these basketball analogies today, right? <laughs> but it's nothing but bricks, right? You're trying to shoot your threes, your twos, and you get nothing but bricks. You just like everything that you put up is coming down and there's no success. We go through that in business. Every idea, you put it up and you're like, that didn't work, that didn't work, that didn't work. And you keep you keep driving, you keep going to the goal, but you're missing the shot. But the thing about that is, you stayed in the game, so you should feel appreciative that you made it to this quarter, right? You stay in the game. It doesn't look like what you want it to look like. But the thing about athletes, let me give you something to think about. The thing about athletes, they don't train for that day, the week before, the month before. They train for that particular day their whole lives. They train for that particular game months, right? They train for those, that game in the off season. So in your business, you're going to have off seasons, but that's not the time for you to quit. That's the time for you to 
reflect on what happened in the previous season. We can say cycles of our business, seasons of our businesses. Our lives are in seasons and cycles. So thus is our businesses, right? Our professional goals, whatever we do in our life has seasons and cycles. So you look at that off season when things weren't going so great or when you had a chance to pull back, relax. In your off-season, pull back from social media, pull back from distractions, pull back from people and reflect and then train yourself, train your body, get the professional development you need, learn a new skill. How can you get better? What can you do to make your business better? So when it's time to get in the game and play again, you have more agility, your mind is focused, you have a strategy you have direction, you have a goal, and you execute for the win. You're going to have some challenges. So now is the time for you to look at yourself, your comp- your competitive self, the first quarter, your competitive self, second quarter, your competitive self, third quarter. Who were you as a business owner? Who were you as an entrepreneur? Who were you as a wealth builder? Who were you as an educator? Who were you during those different times and what did you learn? What did you learn from the the failures and what did you learn? What did you learn from the victories and how can you apply what you learned to help you execute and advance above the measures that you put forth in those first three seasons before the end of the year, right? So I'm telling you, this has been your power aid. Again, basketball analogies. Uh, This has been your power aid, right? This has been the power you need to aid you to finish this last quarter in excellency, diligence, consistency, persist, perseverance. Go forth and just do the doggone thing, right? Because... You're still in the fight, right? You're still in the fight. You've still been moving. It may not have been the way that you wanted it to be, but you still moved and you survived and you're at this point. So the number one thing that I challenge you to do, I challenge you to meet with your team, take a time out. So whatever that first, the number one thing, let's go. Take a time out from social media, from even whatever you've been doing in your business, take a time out, whether that's a week, let's say seven days, take seven days. And for most of us, that's really hard to take seven days away from social media, seven days from doing anything in our business. And it's not that you're not going to do anything in your business, but you're going to take seven days to be strategically intentional in your business. So whatever things that you normally do working on your business, I want you to stop doing that for seven days. This is my challenge to you. Stop doing those things and take seven days to review, reflect, reframe your business. Review the things that you did in the first three three quarters. Reflect on those. What were your wins? What were your losses? What did you learn? And then reframe your actions and your strategies based on the things that you reviewed and you reflected. Reframe it. So when we reframe something, it means that we do it a different way. 
or we apply something differently to it, right? So you want to reframe that, reflect, review, reframe, okay? So that's what you're doing when you're taking your time out on the sidelines. It's just a brief moment, seven-day pause. Think about what you did, what you didn't get a chance to accomplish, your successes, your failures, and then create a strategy based on those things and then execute it. That's going to be your reframing, execute it. Any irrational thinking that you've had about your business, dismount to that. Irrational thinking is just something to keep you blocked and stuck. You can succeed as long as you remain consistent. It's not about doing a whole bunch of things, but it's about doing a certain amount, even small things consistently, okay? Um, You know, we always talking about, it's not about the sprint, but the marathon, same thing, just a different way of looking at it and saying it, a different way of putting it. Sometimes we need to hear things in a different way in order for us to say, aha, even though we've heard it and we know it, but we just need to hear it in a different way. So as you reflect, review, and reframe, then you meet with, and during that seven-day process, you meet with your team. Again, that can be, you know, whoever it is, your iron sharpening iron, your friends, your think tank, your mentor, your net, your coach, your whoever your network is. Or if you have employees, you meet with them and you host this think tank. And during your think tank, you're coming up with execution strategies. What should we do? What are we doing next year? And what is it that we need to complete this year? What is it that I need to do? Let me run this idea by you. What do you think? What's your input? What's your insight? Because sometimes when we are in business by ourselves, we fail to know that we still need to be interdependent because two is better than one, right? When two lay down together, two is better than one because we're going to keep each other warm, right? We're going to be that friction that we need. We're going to be that heat that we need in order to sustain, right, through the night. So you need those people that help you sustain through your business goals, through your business strategies, through your business success, your business seasons and cycles of failures and trying and, you know, and learning. You need that. You need that. So, That is what I want to leave with you today. That's your power aid. Get in the fight. Get in the game. You've been in it. You've been in it. And you can still win whatever your win is. That's why I say don't look at your competition. Though we're in competitive marketplaces, regardless of what we're doing on this show, we talk about building wealth through side hustles, entrepreneurship, and investing and so, and we talk about educational based businesses, teachers wealth, using and monetizing our teaching skills. You may not be a professional teacher by degree, but you may be a teacher because you teach and you have that passion. You may be what I call an expert teacher, meaning that you're not a professionally trained teacher, but you are trained in an expertise. So you're an expert, right? And so that's what you teach. So. That's what we're talking about, monetizing your teaching skills, your teaching abilities, right? That is what I wanted to leave with you all today because I was feeling good and I wanted to share and that is what was on my mind. Now, if y'all have something to say about my basketball analogies, I know I just taught well, right? I taught well using those (laughs) basketball analogies because what do we do as teachers? We teach, we break things down. We put those analogies and metaphors out there And we use things, we use things that are relatable, right? 
to help it sink in so that those that are listening can learn. And then once they learn, they can do, right? Listen, learn, apply. Listen, learn, do. Review, reflect, and reframe, aka execute. That's all what teaching is about. So I hope that, you know, I laid something down as a foundation for you today that's going to allow you to get out there. This has been your power a moment, right? <laughs> Every player in the game needs their power a, their Gatorade, whatever, but power eight sounds better in this analogy. They need that, right? They need that so that they can be refreshed because you're thirsty. And so if you're thirsty on this Friday, you have been refreshed with me, your girl, Takor. I am the host of Teachers Can Be Wealthy too. Listen, so what I want you to do for me, go ahead and do this for me. If you enjoyed this, you know, this podcast, share it with your friend, listen to it again, share it in your Facebook group, share it on your Instagram, share it in your email, let people know about Teachers Can Be Wealthy too, right? And also... A couple things. Go to my website, kslinstitute.com. We have all kinds of teacher courses on there, courses to help teachers be and expert teachers to become teacherpreneurs, building courses, learning how to develop side hustles, educational businesses in the education marketplace, investing, gaining assets. Um, we also have childcare specific um, early childhood education courses on there for professional development training. We have products and things that's going to help you build your business. So I want you to go to kslinstitute.com, right? And also connect with me on Instagram. I'm trying to build up my Instagram base. Connect with me on Instagram at teacher building wealth. I changed my Instagram handle. As I'm, you know, developing some other things and branding some other things. So now it's teacher building wealth on Instagram. And lastly, after you go to kslinstitute.com, after you connect with me on Instagram at teacher building wealth, I want for you to go to Facebook. Now, listen, you have to straight up do this. If you want to learn how to build wealth as an educator in the marketplace, in the education marketplace, in so many different ways that's not necessarily the traditional sense of educating or teaching. There's so many different ways that we can build wealth using our teaching skills. So if you want to do that, you want to create a side hustle, you want to create a full-time or part-time business, you want to learn about investing your money you know, using your paycheck to grow your wealth because your paycheck is capped, your salary is capped, but your income is not. Your income is based on what you put out there, what you're doing to grind and to to build that financial stability and security that you want. If that is you and you believe in community and you believe in support and you believe in showing up and doing what it takes, right? Join my private Facebook group. It's called Teachers Can Be No, not Teachers Can Be Wealthy. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about our tagline, our mantra. It's called Teachers Building Wealth, Side Hustles, Entrepreneurship, and Investing. Again, Teachers Building Wealth, Side Hustles, Entrepreneurship, 
and investing. The group just got started maybe a few weeks ago. So we're getting in the grind. We are going to, you know, I really don't care about numbers. What I care about is purpose. Where I, What I care about is intentional fellowship, intentional networking, people that we can build together. So I'm building a community of people that want to build wealth. People that say, hey, I'm tired of living paycheck to paycheck. Hey, my salary is kept and I am worth more than this. Hey, I want to get paid for my skills. Hey, I want to teach others what I know. And I want to learn how to invest. I want to increase my wealth so I can have loan money, generational wealth. If that is you, those are the people I'm looking for. So it's not about numbers, but it's about people who are intentionally positioned and postured with the mindset of getting there and working and collaborating and having this community. If that is you, go to Facebook and request. Make sure you fill out all of the questions. Make sure you answer because if you don't answer the questions, you won't be accepted in. And if you are that person, I want you in there. So again, teachers building wealth, side hustles, entrepreneurship, and investing. Thank you so very much. Again, this is Teachers Can Be Wealthy. Share the podcast. This is Takor, and I will speak with you soon.